I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, March 8th. Sixteen new Quincy firefighters were sworn in yesterday, including Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch's son. The ceremony was held in the Great Hall at Quincy City Hall for the new recruits who are all U.S. veterans. Thomas Koch Jr. was sworn in by his father after he served in the U.S. Marine Corps. Koch's oldest son, Cornelius Koch, became a Quincy police officer three years ago. The mayor recused himself from the hiring process for both of his sons to avoid a conflict of interest. Former Boston Fire Department Chief Joe Finn oversaw the hiring process of the newest recruits. Koch's son was tied for fifth on the list of civil service candidates for firefighters. The new recruits will begin their training next week at the former St. Mary's School in West Quincy. The future of the Ruth Gordon Amphitheater in Quincy is in question. Back in November, the Parks Department Board voted to approve making some changes to the amphitheater at Pageant Field, while still keeping the legacy of the Quincy-born actress alive at that site. Mayor Thomas Koch says the facility is largely unused now, that most performances are held at the Hancock Adams Common and at Kilroy Square in Quincy Center. Koch also says some on the park's board are concerned about the safety of youngsters who may climb the concrete seating at the amphitheater and become injured. Construction on the amphitheater began in 1977 under Mayor Joe Larea using a $500,000 federal grant. It was completed in 1984 under Mayor Frank McCauley and was home to outdoor summer concerts for several years. Koch suggested a statue of Gordon may be appropriate at the site, but said there would be public input before a final decision about the future of the amphitheater is determined. Ruth Gordon was a 1914 graduate of Quincy High School. She died in 1985 at the age of 88. Now, there are plans to make improvements to the rest of Pageant Field. The Department of Natural Resources says that they'll be installing a new picnic pavilion, walking path, renovating the restrooms, rebuilding a softball diamond, and improving the landscaping. The plan also includes new bocce and horseshoe courts, possibly an irrigation system. The picnic pavilion will be relocated to allow better views of Blacks Creek and Quincy Bay. Current pavilion is over 25 years old. Quincy is taking the next step in the process of installing solar energy panels on public buildings. The City Council this week approved allowing the solar systems to be installed on 14 buildings or properties, including many schools and possibly the new Quincy Animal Shelter that's being built off Quarry Street. City Council President Noel DeBona said a plan was introduced that would spare any trees at the new animal shelter site. The city will now put out the requests for proposals from solar energy companies to install the systems, which would provide electricity to those individual buildings. The boys' hockey teams at both Quincy and North Quincy high schools may have to merge because there aren't enough players. Athletic Director Kevin Mahoney says about 20 players from the Quincy High team graduated last year and that there are fewer 7th and 8th graders participating in Quincy youth hockey this year. He says the two teams may have to form a co-op team next season. 
Well, after several troubling incidents at Logan Airport, Congressman Stephen Lynch has requested an urgent review of flight operations with FAA officials and an update on investigations into recent events. On Monday, the right wing of a United Airlines plane struck the tail of another United plane as both were scheduled for takeoff. One week prior to that, a JetBlue plane narrowly escaped a collision with a Learjet aircraft as it was preparing to land. In addition, on Sunday, a man attempted to attack a flight attendant and open an emergency exit door on a United flight from L.A. to Boston. Lynch was a member of the Transportation and Infrastructure Committee in the last Congress when they held a hearing to examine the surge of disruptive behavior on planes and its effect on passenger and airline crew safety, crew training, and enforcing federal laws. Since January 2021, the United States has experienced a drastic increase in the number of unruly passenger incidents reported by airlines, many of which resulted in injuries to flight attendants. Lynch says although the FAA has issued a record amount of civil penalties against disruptive passengers, air rage continues to be a serious issue. Governor Healy taking her first steps toward fulfilling a campaign promise to create discounted fares for low-income riders who rely on public transportation. A $5 million line item in Healy's proposed 2024 fiscal budget will let the MBTA begin laying the groundwork for a means-tested fare program. Initial steps would include building an online application process and hiring staff to ensure the program moves smoothly T's already researching how much a reduced fare program would cost, how best to enroll eligible riders, and what mechanisms are needed to administer the program. Well, no final decision has been made. T has completed a feasibility analysis and hopes to move into the implementation phase over the coming years. State Auditor Diana DeZoglio has announced she's going to audit the Massachusetts State Legislature something that has not happened in over a century. Desaglio made auditing the legislature a campaign promise, explaining she wants to audit the legislature in order to provide more transparency and accountability. She cited the fact that lawmakers on Beacon Hill are not subject to the public records law, and much of their business is held behind closed doors. She added that business includes negotiations on how tax dollars are spent, what bills are passed, who is leading committees, and even who's getting the best office assignments at the Statehouse. Desaglio sent a letter to House Speaker Ron Mariano and Senate President Karen Spilka, putting them on notice. She wants to audit the legislature for the first time since 1922. Legalized mobile sports betting is rolling out in Massachusetts on Friday. The state's gaming commission is racing to make sure everything will be ready in time for the first bets to go live at the end of the week. While in-person sports betting in the Bay State's been in place at casinos since January, this morning the Gaming Commission will finalize details on mobile sports betting. Once the program begins, people will be able to place bets on their cell phones. Seven different apps have been approved and are set to go live this week. People will be able to bet on games, make future bets on championships, and even wager on award shows like the Oscars. 
Check of business news this morning and stocks retreated. The Dow was down 574 points. The Nasdaq dropped 145 and the S&P lost 62. Asian stocks also lower as investors fretted that the Fed might raise interest rates faster if pressure stays high on inflation. The dollar rose, the euro is down, oil at $77 a barrel. In sports, the Celtics will host the Trailblazers tonight at 7.30. The National Weather Service forecast for today, mostly cloudy and breezy, high 45. For tonight, clear, low 25. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and breezy, high 45. Friday, partly cloudy, high of 47. And Saturday, cloudy and a high 40 degrees. Out on the water, waves about 2 feet. Wind out of the north gusting to 30 knots. And a noon high tide. Sunrise 608 set at 541. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, March 8th.